Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I am your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you will be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I'd like to introduce our guest today. His name is Mark Fontenot with Beth Wolf Realtors. Welcome, Mark. Thank you for joining me today. How are you? Well, how are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> tired after a long, it was kind of crazy because it was a nice, long, relaxing weekend, but yeah, I'm still tired. Yeah, we didn't do anything. We stuck around the house and, and just uh, hung out with our daughter. Nice. And you have, she's three? Three. And mm-hmm. what's her name? Adler. Adler. So A-D-L-E-R? Uh-huh. L-E-R. That's right. Do you call her Addie for short? Uh, so we thought we might when she when, when my wife was pregnant, but we don't. We we just call her either Adler or Ad. Sometimes we call her Ad. That's good. A lot of people have Addie. Yeah, and she, her her middle name is Day, and so it kind of works with the initials and her first name, Adler oh. Day. So is that like a family? It's uh yeah maiden names in my wife's side of the family. Oh, I like that. My yeah. um, my one sister in law, she did that. Her maiden name is Ellis, and so she named her daughter Ellis, but they call her Ellie. And I was right. like, man, if I would have done that with my maiden name, it's Antico. So I guess we can call them like <laughs> Annie. I don't know, Auntie. It would right. not work right. out at all. So I yeah, like it. Just, just works. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> we like it. How are you doing in this market right now? Oh, it's good. It's uh, it's. I've been telling people it's been fast paced, not overwhelming which is nice. So we're busy, but not uh, frantic, which is good. So I'm enjoying it. So when you say not frantic, isn't Mm -hmm. like the option periods like crazy with, um, do you have, are you seeing a lot of option periods that are like two to three days or are they, is that kind of like going away now? Not for my clients. I haven't had to do that yet. Um, I feel like most sellers have been uh, reasonable with option periods. I think the shortest one I've had a client have seven days, um, which makes it a little bit tight on inspections and negotiations and repairs. But at the same time, the way the market is, not everyone is agreeing to repairs. <laughs> um, so you're kind of, you know, essentially doing inspections just to make sure there's nothing majorly wrong with the house, yeah. but moving forward either way. So, uh, so option periods haven't been too crazy for me. Okay. Are you working more so with the buyers or sellers or mixtures? Mixture. Yeah. It's been about half and a half this year. And you said you do some relocation. Um, That's right. And you're certified in it, which I just found out. Yeah, with uh, the the main certification or relocation uh, company that I work for is BGRS or represents BGRS, which is used to be called Brookfield Relocation Services. Um, And uh, their biggest uh, corporate client is Chevron. So I do a lot of uh, Chevron clients. uh, Do a lot of oil. From Houston. Yeah, a lot of oil and gas. A lot of, are you doing like a lot of overseas or more so in the States? I've had some some clients who have moved from overseas back to Houston um, to kind of retire or whatever else, but no, not uh, doing anything international. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so I usually do like a icebreaker. It's two lies and a truth. Okay. But um, <laughs> my one coworker, he's like, he goes, you should do an icebreaker, but do, and I've never heard this before. I don't know if it's a Southern thing. I'm from the East okay. Coast. It's like chili. Do you do your chili with beans or with no beans? Without beans. Well, with with beans, but I am okay without beans if I don't have beans in the chili. I think Texas is one of the only states that does put beans in the chili. Really? I think See, so. I learned. Well, that's because they said it, and there are like people on my growth team. There, a lot of them are from Texas. So I was like, 
I didn't even know that was even like an option or a question. I can't I can't remember if it's Texas beans or with beans, but I I when I'm making my own chili, I put beans in it. I think they said with beans. It is. Yeah, that might be right. In Texas. So the, I, and I didn't eat chili growing up. I, the first time I had it was well, I was living in a different state, and so we had beans in it, and I just thought that's the way it was. So where'd you grow up? I grew up in Houston, um, but I lived went to school in Louisiana. Okay. Lived in Colorado for five years after that, and then Georgia for seven years after that. Okay, and back. and now how long have you been back in Houston? Uh, almost five years. Almost five years, and then when you were in, so I'm assuming you went to so you went to college in Louisiana, and then after college That's you right. went up to Denver, or I mean Colorado. Straight to, Col- straight to Colorado. That's right. Straight to Colorado. And did you do um, real estate right out of college? I was actually working in the camping division uh, for a ministry called Young Life. Um, they have kind of properties all across the country. I, I kind of describe it for people who aren't familiar as uh, all-inclusive resorts for teenage. For teenage what? For teenage kids. Oh. So for for see folks in high school or churches or whatever um, would come use these resorts. I'm in there. I, I, I we call them camps, but they're pretty uh, elaborate. They, they aren't. I wouldn't call them roughing it by any means. Is is it in Colorado Springs? The, the, it's based in Colorado Springs. The ministry is based in Colorado Springs, but there are camps all across the country. Okay, because I'm actually helping my boyfriend's mom's best friend move to mm-hmm. Colorado Springs because she's going to a ministry school. Okay. Up in a, lot, a lot of ministries are based in Colorado Springs for some oh, okay. reason or another, but this their headquarters is in Colorado Springs. Oh, cool. I've never been. So I was just, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So anyone throughout, yeah. like, do they just have multiple ones or is it just Colorado? Mm-hmm. No, they're all across the country. There are four in Colorado, maybe even five now. Um, and then, you know, all along the East Coast, uh, there's one in British Columbia, Canada. There's some uh, international camps, but but most of the ones I worked at were in Colorado and Georgia. Georgia. It sounds really familiar. So I wonder if like, um, yeah. I wonder if Vermont or anywhere over there has them. There are a few in New York. New York, uh, okay. There's, there's one in New York State, um, and I think there's one. There's one in uh, Virginia and West Virginia as well. Okay, that's probably the ones I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, how did you get into real estate then? Well, first, let's see how you went from Colorado to mm-hmm. ten, Georgia. To Georgia, yeah. Still working for the same company, just moved to a different camp. Uh, and then, uh, gosh, my wife and I got married when we were in Colorado. And nine years of being married, we were like, you know what, we want to start a family. Let's uh, let's move closer to family to, to before we start having kids. And so um, we both grew up in Houston and decided to move home before having kids. And, and that's kind of how we ended up back in Houston. So when I when I was uh, leaving the other company, leaving Young Life, I um, was trying to think of what I wanted to do, knew I had to leave Young Life to come back to Houston, was considering building houses. And so I met with a few builders and interviewed with a couple of builders and just wasn't a good fit. Um, and then I had lunch on one of those trips when I was interviewing with some builders. Uh, he was doing real estate in Houston. He had left Young Life as well, was okay. doing real estate in Houston. And he was like, why don't you give it a shot? That doesn't cost a lot of money to get your license. You know, the skills I've kind of developed over the years in Young Life and the hospitality industry would really translate pretty well to real estate. And so, um, yeah, so I went and did, got my license online and, and finished it when, after we finished the classes after we moved back to Houston and, uh, and got connected with Beth Wolf Realtors. And here we are. And have you been with Beth Wolf the whole time or did you? Yes. 
Okay. No, yeah, yeah. Started with them. I, my, um, actually, my wife's aunt is the manager of Champion School of Real Estate uh, at the Gallery area. And she had a connection. Uh, she knew Ed and Beth, um, the CEO and, and broker of the of the brokerage. And it's a pretty small company, and so a pretty small firm. So there's only about 40 agents. And I had interviewed with a, a handful of larger um, larger brokerages, and it just wasn't a good fit. I didn't think it would be kind of tight knit enough um, for, for what I was used to. So she recommended that I call Ed and Beth and, and meet up with them, and and uh, yeah, interviewed with them, and it was great. So. I know that you said it's like a tight, like, you know, a smaller mm-hmm. agency. Do you work yeah. on a team within that or are you guys basically all a team? We know. So there's no specific teams. Everybody's an individual agent. Uh, okay. We do kind of collaborate in a sense of if I need some, some help, I, I can, you know, basically reach out to any other agent in our office and say, Hey, can you cover for me? I'm going to be out of town or mm-hmm. um, I can't be in two places at once. Can you get her this inspection for me? I need to be at this closing or, you know, something like that. So okay. we all kind of work together in that way, but we're not, no one is working specifically on a team. But you still have the aspect of if you need it, someone can be a team player Correct. and come in and just help you out. That's, That's right. good. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Is your wife yeah. a realtor and, as well? And, and she's not. She's actually a photographer. So she's been running her own photography business for about 12 years now. But that could go hand in hand with you. <laughs> she actually just shot uh, a, a listing of mine for the first time uh, a few weeks ago. How did it go? So she didn't. It was great. She didn't. She just like, I don't really think I like house photography. So she wasn't really yeah. too keen on it. But she uh, she did a great job. It's probably like a different beast. Does she do more like kids and family type thing? She does. She does a lot of weddings and actually more recently, she's done a lot of kind of restaurants, bars, chefs, things like that for, I don't know if you're familiar with Eater. Um, The website is kind of a food website throughout different cities and she's shot for Eater quite a bit in in Houston. Okay. Well, tell her, tell us your name, her name. We'll put her out there. Her name's Caroline Fontenot. Uh, I think her website's just Caroline Fontenot, maybe it's carolinefontenot.com. I think that's right. Well, you'll have um, to get it for me, and then when I post it, I'll um, put her, no, yeah, put her yeah, little shot. Actually, I'm, I'm going to look it up while I'm talking about it because I don't want to. I feel like you should get, like, husband of the year because you know exactly what her, your wife's website is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. Let me see. Well, see. I'm looking it up right now because I'm curious. if I. That's got cool. I've right never now. heard of, like, I've always seen, like, a lot of photographers, like, in the Houston area, Katie, I live out in Fulcher. They, a lot of them are just do, you know, like newborn pictures and family and that's pretty cool that she does a different niche yeah. of it I don't I've heard a lot yeah of yeah kind of kind of started with um you know weddings and stuff and it, when we were living in Colorado and then when we moved to Georgia that was obviously a very uh, big mm-hmm. uh, market uh, in the southeast and so that's kind of where it took off and, and then we moved back to Houston it just kind of evolved into uh families a lot of families especially during COVID and stuff like that so how has COVID com. what is it just carolinefontenot.com. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, how has COVID affected you in your business the last year or so? You know, uh, for two months, it was pretty slow. And basically, I was a little bit worried about 2020. So for March and April, when everything shut down, uh, there's just not a lot going on. I had a couple of, of deals that were finishing up and closing during that time. But once those closed, it was almost you know non-existent for the month of April. Um, and surprisingly, I think I was surprised by it. I think most people were, um, lenders included, things picked up in May. And I guess it was, uh, rates were still really low and still are pretty low. Um, but also I think people were felt more comfortable kind of getting out and about or 
maybe they didn't feel comfortable. They just needed to get out and about. So so people were like, I'm going to hold off looking at anything in March and April, but by May, it seemed like buyers were going crazy again. Um, and, and sellers, you know, were, were looking to move on or take advantage of a, of a hot market or whatever else. So, um, yeah, by summertime, it was crazy. How do you give advice to, I guess, new realtors, but also anybody, agents, any mm-hmm. realtors, um, wh- how do you even prepare for that? For something like COVID? Like COVID. I know that's like a, you know, like the most extreme, but there is always a ta- downturn like 2008, you know, with the oil industry and things like right. that. Yeah, I mean, I think more than anything, it's an opportunity to to stay connected with people from your past or people that you've met recently, um, networking, things like that. Uh, I'm not a huge networker with other agents or lenders or things like that, but it was a good opportunity for me to catch up with old high school friends or even college friends, uh, people I know who live in Houston or might be moving to Houston. Um, And so, yeah, it's just kind of a, a chance to, you know, call people, uh, you know, check in with them, text them, do whatever. Obviously we weren't getting together in person um, because of COVID, but yeah, it was just a good opportunity to stay in touch with people. Kind of got you out of your comfort zone. A little bit. Yeah. Having to, do you you do a lot of your business by referrals or do you do the cold calling networking? Cause you say you don't really like the networking. Um, Mm -mm. how do you get, how are you successful then? I don't pay for any advertising. Um, I, it's just not my style. I don't, I don't, I would prefer to be connected from a previous client or things like that to start off it was hard and i'll tell people who are interested in getting into real estate i mean if you don't have um, at least six months savings um, it's going to be difficult to keep going because you're not going to make a lot of money in the first year especially the first six months and i always tell people um you know don't expect to make a bunch of money right off the bat i mean it's probably to even year, year three where you feel like you're really making a pretty good salary um and so uh, that was part of it for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't do a lot of uh, paid advertising. I don't do any paid advertising. I don't do a lot of cold calls. It's more of um, treating my clients in a way where they're going to want to refer me to their friends uh, or family members or whatever it is. And, I, and, and this year, I've seen, I've seen a lot more of that than in years past. So I feel like I've been helping this year in 2021, a lot of previous clients, parents or you know, friends or siblings or whatever it is. Yeah. It takes a while to build up your books. Yeah. I think people understand that a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think people go into real estate school and going to get their license and think, man, I'm going to make a million dollars year one. And it's just not going to happen. You probably won't make a million dollars, you know, in year 15. No. So it's just, it's, it's not likely. And I, and I'm not in it for the money. Um, I just want to make enough to support my family and, and, you know, be able to spend time at home and that type of thing. And, um, yeah, but a lot of people have a misunderstanding of how how difficult it is to actually make really, really good money in real estate. It's actually crazy. And now I'm kicking myself in the butt because <laughs> I told myself that I would save this article that popped up. Like I get like news, you know, like on your phone, you get like like USA News or Fox News. or Right, Art. right. And this weekend, it was an article. And I want to say it was on H the house H-O-U-Z-Z. I'm not a hundred percent, but it's how, um, reality TV and the, you know, like the million dollar listings and the, what is it like the ones where you can go buy houses overseas or whatever it is, is really ruining and altering people's minds of going into real estate. They think that as soon as they become a realtor, that's instantly what's going to happen. Flip this house and all of those, you know, makeover those things are just so unrealistic. It's unbelievable. 
which uh, I love. And, don't get me wrong. I'd love oh, yeah, to be yeah, doing it. Oh yeah, yeah, they're entertaining. But oh, I'd have hilarious. to be. You walk, you walk in. You walk into every title company, and and they're all playing those shows on their oh, yeah. their massive TVs in the lobby, and you're just going, this is this this is not how it works. I'd have um, to be yeah, like a millionaire. Nice yeah, exactly. I I would be exactly. too nervous. I could not. I'm not a nice type of person. Like I'm a risk taker, but like to go and just flip a house like they do, or go buy like they have right. billions of dollars, probably. You know, that's why they make well, it. And then, and, and they make it look like it happens in a week. Uh, and the reality is something like that can happen in maybe six months. So it's just not, not realistic, but it is fun to, fun to watch. Fun to watch. But sometimes mm-hmm. people, I guess, common sense isn't the highest lately. No, it's not really entertaining either. No, <laughs> no, no, that's, a t- that's another topic. <laughs> All right. All right. So what would be your biggest attribute of becoming successful? Mm. Um, well, when I was when I was working for Young Life, uh, I, in the roles I was with in Young Life, I was mostly guest services and hospitality oriented. And so, um, communication is a, is a big deal. Organization is another big thing. And, and I feel like I learned how to take care of people and their needs. I mean, kind of any any problem is trying to get from point A to point B in the smoothest possible way. And so, real estate's no different. If I have a buyer looking to buy don't have a house now they want to end up with a house and uh, I'm just trying to navigate the smoothest route for them to get to uh, the house they love so um, yeah communication is big relationship with me and so I and I think that's probably why I don't like to pay for advertising is because I I don't really do very well when I just completely meet a stranger out of the blue and um, my kind of mo is trying to get to know them get to know their family what they like, what they don't like, what they need, what they don't need. Uh, and then, and then, you know, really try to give them positive feedback on what's going to be the best situation for them and help them walk through that together. Not just kind of tell them, Hey, this is the nicest house you're going to see today. Um, but figure out if it's the best house for them, not just the nicest house or the, you know, if it's their budget or whatever. I think that's a really um, good point. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think it's a really good point that you just made about, um, as an agent, to really get to know the client mm-hmm. because like I could sit here and be like, okay, I want like a four bedroom home with an office. And well, there's all different types of four bedroom home. Like what's your right. style? What, what's like the main reasoning that you're, you know, going to get a new house. I mean, you probably mm-hmm. can pull up hundreds well, yeah. maybe not right now, but a ton of houses. Right. And, and, and buyers can do that stuff on their own. That's not why they need us. They, they need us to help them figure out what's going to be the, the best for their family overall and not just this year, but five years down the road or whatever. And you'd actually mentioned when you mentioned COVID earlier, one of the hardest things for me during that time was my, cult, my whole thing is I can't wait to get my clients in my truck and talk to them in between houses, you know, ask them questions, not about real estate, but about their jobs or their family or where they came, things like that. Oh man. Yeah. So uh, you tell me kind of when. So you were saying before our internets went crazy um, about your favorite part is getting your clients in your truck. 
Yeah. And just kind of having that conversation from house to house and, and uh, just getting to know them and, and, and they'll ask questions about real estate, but that's not really, you know, my intent. I mean, we kind of talk about you know, everything across the board. And, and so it happened and our brokerage said, you know, no one's riding in agent vehicles anymore uh, until further notice. Uh, it was like, Oh man, like, how am I going to, how am I going to get to know my clients on a personal level uh, during this time? And, and, and so I just had to maximize time in a house with people, you know what I mean? And we're wearing masks, we're being safe and, and uh, you know, just trying to ask them questions kind of as they're walking through a house, which felt kind of weird because we're there to stay a house. But anyway, point being this coming weekend, I have some clients flying in from California who are moving here this fall and they're and everyone's vaccinated. They're going to be my first clients uh, who have been back in my truck since March of 2020. So do you guys working with so many people, I'm assuming this is probably maybe a silly question, but have you had to get the vaccination? I haven't had to, but I chose to. You chose yeah, to. So my, yeah, my wife and I, we got vaccinated in February. So we were early on the, on the train there. Um, yeah, just. How the second shot treat you? Uh, it actually, my first shot was worse. So I, okay. my arm was sore for about three days after my first shot. Uh, my second shot, it was a little bit sore, but I didn't feel bad at all. My wife you didn't get touched for about 24 hours. So she, she had a harder time uh, with the second shot than I did. That is what I have heard. So, mm-hmm. and I've also heard that, and I don't know if this is true or just like, it's like, you know, people have said, it's kind of like playing telephone, but yeah. um, airlines are possibly, if you want to fly <laughs> overseas, you should have your vaccinations like your mm-hmm. cards or something. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's. Yeah. Okay. They sent, they actually emailed me an electronic card and I have a, a hard copy as well. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely that's be a, ready. That's we're funny. Ready to fly. We're, we're ready to fly overseas for sure. I've never been overseas, so I'd love to go. Oh yeah. It's the best. But the funny thing you just said is that they emailed you a card because there's this like meme i think my dad probably sent it to me or something um but it's like they want you to get vaccinated but the card's bigger than your wallet or <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is it's huge i, I mean it's, it's 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 like a like a three by five note card is what it looks like just for two so, shots for two shots yeah just as a everything's typed out and then there's just two little handwritten sections for what what vaccine you got wow okay mm-hmm. so is yeah. your is your agency or your broker still requiring you guys to wear masks since I guess like right June 1st is the mandate <clears throat> masks me. is what I heard. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I don't know what, um, what the dates are. We kind of follow the policy of whatever building or house we're going into. Okay. Um, so we had an, our, our office building is by the gallery. The um, we're not the only office in there. And so the building management was requiring masks until this last Tuesday, I think. And okay. so they've, they've basically put a new sign on the door that says, if you're vaccinated, you don't, you aren't required to wear a mask anymore. Um, if you're not vaccinated, we're asking that you wear masks. We're masks. I've, somebody mm-hmm. just told me that they saw that on like, um, Dollar General door or something. Like if you're vaccinated, mm-hmm. you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. If you are, if you aren't, then you have to wear a mask. So hopefully yeah, that's that we, it's like we, starting to loosen we, you up a little bit. Yeah. We went into a, a toy store with our daughter the other day in the Heights and uh, and she, their signs that if you're vaccinated, no mask required, but if not, we're asking you to wear masks. So um, I guess that's the whole thing. If you are choosing not to get vaccinated at this point, then, you know, you need to be wearing a mask and everyone else who got vaccinated can kind of move on. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Move on then. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so do you see yourself doing this for ever? Oh, man. I, 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 at least for a long time. Yeah. I, I don't know about forever, but. Uh, 
Yeah, I didn't expect any, and I actually I was having this conversation with my wife a few weeks ago. Uh, she kind of thought, you know, I'd do it for a couple of years when we moved back to Houston until, you know, a friend or a family friend or someone offered something different, and then I'd move on and do that. And it's gone so well uh, in my first, I guess, four-ish years of doing it that I really can't see myself doing anything different in the in the near future. That's for sure. So, so you I'm, said I'm enjoying the- it. Yeah. See, that's good. You have to have something you know. I enjoy. I love working for my company. Like I enjoy it. It's hard to find a company that you like and that you feel appreciated with. And um, I think that's a really good thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've gotten the hang of, of of doing real estate and different types of transactions. The money's great now. Um, and but I think more than anything, it's the most flexible job I've ever had. Um, you know, I can pretty easily say I'm going to be home. You know, five six nights a week. Uh, and, and with a young daughter, that's important to me. And so I would, I would rather do less transactions and spend more time with family than, than just be going and going and going and going and, and, you know, feel overwhelmed. So, um, I'm in a good balance of, of kind of transactions to family life, I'd say, (laughs) I don't know how you, how you call that, but, um, yeah, it's, it's good. And and I think I've kind of the sweet spot in, and how, busy I am work-wise uh, versus how often and how frequently I'm able to be home. That's awesome. Work-life balance. That's it. Work-life yeah. balance. For once, I remember just saying, I feel pretty proud of myself. I feel like that's I should be good. end the day right here and just be done. Yeah, that's it. Let's just be done. <laughs> Let's just be done. <laughs> okay. But before we're done, I do have a question. You said that in yeah. the beginning, did it take you like six months or is that just like an average? Because I've had other agents say about six months. Is that what they say? Yeah, I think that people say that. I don't, I don't think, I, I don't remember exactly how much I made my first year. It wasn't much. Um, and, and luckily I had saved up, you know, quite a bit of money in my previous job. And so um, I, I would say a year, to be honest with you, like after your first year, you really feel like, you know what, I'm feel like I'm working at least part, a part-time job, you know, and, and, you know, more hours a week than not. And, uh, but after two years, I feel like it's when it really started to snowball pretty quickly and, and things started to pick up. But yeah, I would say it, for me, it was a year. Um, but again, I, I wasn't the guy who was, you know, paying for leads or, you know, advertisements or whatever. So I wasn't getting a lot of people I didn't know uh, in terms of clients. And that could have been why it took me a little bit longer than most agents. So that's why I was just going to say, because you said you don't do a lot of, you don't pay for advertising mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, and you said you didn't do a lot of cold calls, but did you do some cold calls in the beginning? Not cold calls. If I was, if I was calling anyone, it was people that I had known from high school or college or whatever. Okay. And, and I was just kind of catching up. I'd say, hey, let's go get lunch or get a drink and, and, and let's just catch up. And, and it just kind of naturally formed from there. I wasn't going to going to call and be at body and be like, Hey, you're looking to do a real estate transaction. That's just, that's not my deal. I mean, I, I was doing open houses every weekend and it wasn't successful for me, maybe because uh, I'm not kind of that pushy agent. Who's like, you know, following people around like, Hey, are you working with an agent? You working mm-hmm. with an agent? Like, I need to just sign into my sheet so I can follow up with you for the next six months. Um, it's just not me. I, I'm, I'm more of, you know, Hey, hey I'll, let me tell you about the house. Feel free to walk around. Let me know if you have any questions. And, and I see if a conversation naturally comes on. You're just like me. That's why people said that, like, I should go get my license or whatever. And I was like, I don't know, because I'm not a social media person. I do like, okay, that sounds like weird. I am doing social media. <laughs> this is right, right. this is a 
un what is it uncharted <clears throat> territory for me or uncharted waters yep. or whatever but um i like things to be natural like i'm not a salesperson i always say like yeah. right after college i was a um I sold health insurance for my small town for small mm -hmm. businesses. And I'd have to go in and be like, Hey, guess what? Um, don't pay rent for your, or pay your employees, but definitely buy health insurance off me. Exactly. My boss is like, you you don't have any good numbers. I was like, I told you when I was getting the job, <laughs> I can't yeah. buy, you know? So I'm, um, I'm not, I'm not a used car salesman. Like that's just not me. I'd rather it be natural. And if I don't get a client because of that, I'm okay with that. But that might be good though. That'll, I feel like that yeah. will help you out in the long run. It may not, you know, like you said, after like year two, mm -hmm. but you also had like a really good situation. Not, I don't know, like you're like, you were, you had savings. Some people don't right. have that. And so, and that, and that's what, that's what I think is the struggle. I mean, I, I don't know the exact numbers of the stats, but I, I think I heard when I was going through real estate school that there was something like 36 or 40,000 agents in Houston, but only about like 7,000 do more than a couple of transactions a year or some, something like that. Those numbers mm -hmm. are probably way off, but, um, and, and I just didn't want to be that guy who got my license and did a couple of transactions and then had to go find something else because it just wasn't going to work. I was, if I'm going to do this, I really want to do it well. Um, and I, and I want to build my business the way I want to build my business, not the way people are telling me I have to. Uh, and so I, I think it's felt more natural because of that. And my clients have become friends. Honestly, I keep in touch with almost all of them. Um, and just in, you know, not necessarily on a monthly basis, but I, I'll check in with them, you know, every few months just to kind of say, how are you doing? How are things going? Is there anything I can help you with? Um, and more times than not, they'll say, actually, yeah, I was going to call you because I need to know how to protest my taxes or, um, I need a floor guy because I just had a plumber. This was last week. I had a client, you know, text me and say, Hey, do you know a good wood floor guy? We just had a plumbing leak. Uh, and my wife's about to have her baby and we need to get our house fixed. And so I was like, well, let me make some calls, you know? So, uh, it's things like that. It, it helps to have those relationships with your clients. And I think because of things like that, when they go to sell their house or if they have a friend or a family member, who's going to, uh, buy or sell in the near future, like they're going to think of me and, and maybe they won't use me and that's okay. Um, yeah, everyone knows real estate, you know, right? And so um, it's just, uh, yeah, I just want it to be natural. I feel that your business will keep getting stronger if you are just a normal, like sincere person, you know, like yeah, not just so. in there for the transaction and people will mm -hmm. see that. So I think you're, I think you'll be fine. Well, you're doing really so. good right now. So I wouldn't. Yeah took me forever to get a meeting with you. So. <laughs> well, that would, that was more cause I was out of town. Things no, like I that. don't. I'm just joking. Just yeah. give me a hard time. But no, before we okay. go, do you have any um, advice or tips for any agents or anybody in the industry? Um, I mean, I'd say stick with it. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not easy. Um, again, you're not going to make a million dollars in year one. Uh, you probably won't make a million dollars in year 15. Like I said, what? Um, I, I wish, but it, and to be honest with you, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to work that much to make a million dollars in a year anyway, but my advice to an agent would be, um, just keep trying. Like I didn't, I a good example is this. I mentioned that I was doing open houses uh, all the time when I first started and, you know, more successful agents in our brokerage were saying, Hey, can you hold this house open for me and whatever else? And, and I was doing it thinking, I'm going to find a client. I'm going to sell this house, whatever it is wasn't working wasn't working and then um the first person so i guess it was within the first few months of me being an agent i had done an open house in the heights um met a few 
couples that I followed up with, nothing ever came of it. And just this past, um, gosh, was it the fall? Yeah, this past fall, I think it was September, October. Um, a couple from that first open house that I ever did called and said, hey, we kept your card. Um, for two and a half years, they kept my card and said, we're ready to buy now. <laughs> and I was awesome. like, oh my gosh. And, and, and the crazy thing was like, I, I remembered them from the second he called me. I was like, yeah, this is the exact house I met you at because we actually had a, a genuine conversation. It wasn't just me following you around or you getting, you know, me getting you to sign in at a, a sign in sheet or whatever. We had a genuine conversation and it, and it panned out. So I, that's why I would say to new agents, just stick with it. Um, work on the relationship part of it, follow up with people, uh, be genuine, um, and, and just know it's going to take a while to be successful. I think that's great advice. Steady wins the race. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Man, that's three for three sayings in one pot. I, know, I did, am April. I definitely good. need to be done for the week. <laughs> I, I don't know you very well, but you did good. Thank you. <laughs> Once again, I'd like to thank you, Mark, for being on the show today. I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian inspection inspections. See you guys next time. Thanks for having me.